It's After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back on After 9 with uh, Chris Markovich uh, from the Left Behind podcast uh, based on Vancouver Island. So we're talking a little bit about um, this question of whom we choose to interview about a subject, not just how we talk about it or what subject we choose. The idea that the lived experience of people who um, don't have, who are precariously housed, that we should talk to the precariously housed, or that um, if we want information about the opioid crisis, maybe we should um, speak with people who are struggling with um, addiction or simply are functional opioid users or what have you. Um, One of the things about that, though, is it does come up against the normal sort of progressive frame. Progressives tend to say, we need to talk to the experts and be guided by them. Whereas populists tend to speak to people about their lived experience and say that the knowledge in the population is the knowledge that matters most. Um, How are you gonna handle this question of expertise versus lived experience? So when we talk about expertise, um, it's really important to know and to clarify who are the experts we're talking to and what is what is their experience on the ground in the areas that are affected and the, and the, the subjects that they're talking about. So when we talk about, um, like, say, healthcare professionals and, um, you know, experts in the field, we, we need to make sure that the folks that we're speaking with and the information that we're gathering is based on the data that's available in the areas that are affected. For example, if you're talking to an expert on opioid addiction and they live in, say, um, Toronto or Vancouver or you know Victoria, let's say, um, but the area that we're speaking about is like in you know, Saskatoon or Regina or another you know city or you know, rural area that doesn't have you know the the same um, healthcare professionals uh, you know voicing their own concerns or raising their own um, uh, opinions, then you're not getting the same lived experiences. Even though you're speaking with an expert. Um, they don't necessarily know the nuance, right? And so if you talk to folks that are actually either living on the street or folks that are frontline workers, then you get more of a real-world experience from the day-to-day versus an overarching view. Those import- those views are obviously important to have, and they have the uh, ability to compile the data and look at everything from um, uh, a larger overview and are able to compare the data. But if you don't get those lived experiences, then you don't get the whole story. So I think that's um, – so I think we should probably go into experiences that we're living right now. Obviously, here in Prince George, uh, on Thursday, there was a call to – a group of business people came forward and stated that um, uh, the uh, street homeless people, uh, and in particular those who use opioids in our city, should be, and I quote, rounded up because, and I quote, they don't have any rights. Um, and then ex- and then expelled from the city. Obviously, that's generating a fair bit of controversy. But apparently, Prince George isn't actually that unique. I understand something similar is unfolding on the island. Yes. So um, a friend of mine reached out to me uh, through the podcast uh, Facebook page and uh, informed me that uh, in Parksville, 
uh, it's uh, apparently becoming clear that the mayor and council um, have um, uh, almost turned against their own uh, population because they had some uh, sharps containers supplied to them uh, by Viha, and they returned them back because they, quote unquote, didn't want to encourage more people to become addicts. And uh, it's also uh, apparent that they've tried to pass a bylaw that could regulate where and how people could uh, could obtain needles. So you're you're exactly right. I mean, it, the conversation needs to move beyond punishing addicts and punishing vulnerable populations and actually giving them the tools uh, that they need to survive and to thrive. And if we take away um, their support networks, then of course the problem is only going to get worse. Yes, it seems quite incredible that um, uh, that someone would think that uh uh, you'd hand a free needle to an uh, to an average person who'd say, "Oh, good! Now I can become a heroin addict." It's uh, it's a curious kind of thinking, but it is also a populist kind of thinking because what we see is uh, whether it's a merchants' association or whether it's a city council, um, there's this idea that the experts in the provincial health authorities in Vancouver Island Health Authority or Northern Health that these uh, these experts are the enemy and they're against the people. And in this way, the underclass and elite people in the state are lumped into an identical group of enemies. So. Um, I think uh, I think this is um, I think this populism thing this is going to be a very effective lens uh, for your show. So just as we're winding down here, what are a couple of other um, issues that are pressing that are likely to show up on Left Behind in January? So um, one of the things that I really want to talk about uh, and is very important uh, to me as well is um, obviously the the housing crisis uh, in British Columbia and in Canada more generally. Um, the uh, ongoing protests around the world that are, you know, fighting back against governments that are enacting policies that harm people. Um, most recently, we've seen um, protest uprisings in Bolivia and Chile. Um, and there's even protests taking place as we speak in Georgia, where um, the government promised democratic reforms and then reneged on it um, when a lot of the lawmakers voted against those uh, policies and it didn't go through. So there's there's a lot of different things happening in the world that I want to talk about, and uh, there'll be more um, coming up uh on our website, uh, leftbehindpodcast.com, uh, in the coming weeks. Um, and I'm also on um, my Patreon page, uh, putting up a poll, uh, asking folks that uh, support the podcast to uh, help vote on uh, what uh, topics we can cover on the next episode. I think that's, uh, that's good to democratize these things. Whenever I hear about uh, massive street protests in Georgia that bring the government down, I keep hoping it's going to be Atlanta instead of Tbilisi. But uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I guess that hope will continue for uh, for some time. Anyway, I want to thank you very much for uh, for talking with us and wish you uh, the very best of luck. I'm hoping our shows can do some great stuff together in the new year. I look forward to it as well. Thanks for, for very much for having me on the show, Stuart. All right. Well, uh, that was uh, Chris Markovich uh, taking us out towards the end of the hour. Again, I want to thank uh, Laura, Michael, and Chris for having been on today's show. 
Uh, we have uh, just a couple minutes here and uh, have the um, uh, have the opportunity to talk with the host of tomorrow's uh, After Nine. I uh, understand we may be following our first story uh, all through the week. Uh, Wayne Hughes, why don't you tell us what you got lined up for us tomorrow? Good question. Um, I think, uh, as I, from what I understand, we have Murray Krause coming on. Uh, if you don't know who Murray Krause is, he's a member of the city council. He's been a longtime member of the city council. And um, he's always been involved in some of the social issues uh, in regards to Prince George. Uh, I'm not sure if he still runs the uh, clinic downtown or not. In, um, but um, it should be interesting to see what his perspective is. He has that social conscience, but he also has the perspective of city council. So, uh, And then I'm scrambling to see if I can find some other people that are involved in this issue that are directly um, affected by homelessness and um, mental uh, health uh, issues and addiction. And uh, and that's an, that's a theme we'll be continuing on this show uh, next Monday. We'll have um, a member of the provincial organization uh, Alliance Against Displacement. Uh, this is a group started by Vancouver's Ivan Drury, and. Um, Essentially, uh, the Against Displacement group looks at the connections between um, problems of urban homelessness and precarious housing and uh, colonialism, particularly the lack of land reform in northern British Columbia, that uh, we have people uh, who live uh, on reserve and um, are denied the opportunity to make a livelihood from the massive public lands that surround um, these communities. And so Against Displacement um, tries to connect the way centralization of services, failure to reconcile with indigenous people, and um, both legal and illegal money in our housing stock all conspiring to create um, real poverty uh, all through British Columbia against displacement has done work in Nanaimo, Victoria, Vancouver, and Surrey. Uh, they uh, were not fans of my city council bid in Surrey because uh, I uh, did call for um, increased policing in certain situations, uh, but they graciously agreed to come on the show nevertheless. Um, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be putting together a lineup. Uh, it's really exciting to uh, be involved in community radio when we're all having to work cooperatively to cover a breaking story. Uh, I'd encourage people interested in that story from the top of the hour to head down to the city council meeting tonight. Jason Luke's group will be there uh, making their presentation to council. And uh, so you can uh, watch this controversy unfolding, not just on broadcast radio, but live in your very town.